From Bias to Equality podcast is brought to you by the CEO magazine, Holman Web Lawyers, and B2 Buy. Hello, and welcome to my podcast, From Bias to Equality. I'm your host, Sandra D'Souza. Thank you for joining us. Today, we are going to have a conversation with Kathy Doyle. She is Chief Experience Officer of Symbio, where she leads all experience elements, customer experience, brand experience, people experience, user experience, and corporate experience. Kathy brings a well of acumen to her role, possessing over 25 years of experience in holding senior roles in companies such as Paraflay, Rabobank Australia New Zealand, McDonald's Australia, BNP Paribas, CBA, and Qantas, amongst others. A graduate of the Australian Institute of Company Directors and the Australian Institute of Superannuation Trustees, Kathy also holds a Bachelor of Social Science degree, a Certificate in Governance, Graduate Diploma Qualifications in Psychology and Vocational Education Training, and she also holds an MBA. Symbio operates, uh, sorry, Symbio, an ASX listed company, operates in the fast growing cloud communications market. Their technology replaces old fashioned telecom networks with software, making it easier, faster to deliver modern communication services and unlocking endless new applications for calling, messaging and phone numbers. Headquartered in Sydney, Symbio powers billions of calls and messages each year, owns networks in three countries and employs over 450 staff worldwide. Symbio was born in Sydney in 2002 and remains a founder-led business. Co-founder Andy Fulm is a non-executive director and co-founder Renee Sugo is the current group CEO. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for Hi. joining us here on the podcast today. Thank you, Sandra. Pleasure to be here. Well, let's get started. And, um, and I think you just have such a phenomenal background. Could you share with us, I guess, myself and the listeners, in terms of your career journey and what led you to your role, um, you know, with Symbio? <laughs> well, it's been a, uh, gosh, a 30-year journey now. So uh, I was uh, born the eldest of four girls and went to a fairly all-female school and had a, a lot of strong female role models in my life. But it wasn't till I hit corporate Australia that I realised uh, there was a way in which entities either did or didn't embrace uh, the differences between gender way back when I started. Now, I, I started in, um, you know, particularly in Sydney, in banking and finance institutions. Okay. Very uh, male-dominated. Very, very male-dominated <laughs> uh, in terms of that. I was lucky enough to be sponsored by some amazing uh, males who taught me uh, banking 101, you know, funds management. So, uh, where you've read in my qualifications, I started life as a teacher. So, so I do believe in continuous learning in terms of that. And I've yeah. applied that to all my roles. And I've applied it to the gender equality issue. And I've applied it to how can we educate boards and provide frameworks? Because it's all the little steps you take. There's no magic yeah. dust with yeah. this, is, is I guess what I can say. So why am I at Symbio? So I've deliberately wanted to work across different uh, I guess, organisation and business models because I'm a learner and I'm very curious. So that's me in terms of that. Um, I take risks and I've been incredibly brave and I also tend to either move on from organisations who are slower to execute on the, on the people vision 
Uh, and at Symbio, I joined, I was headhunted there um, for this role. So I started as the chief people officer and now look after all experience. I was headhunted there and I, I um, was interviewed by one of the board members who I knew of given my BNP Paribas day. So I already knew the board had a, a really strong focus. Uh, and the group CEO, Renee Sugo, had the vision on in so many things around retention and, you know, we've, we've got women in, you know, tech is a big issue yeah. as well, right? So we're in yeah. technology where it's already the pool's really small. Uh, and I said to him, I'm really excited that we can do this. Uh, and he said, let's go. So I had, you know, that tone from the top mm. uh, is so, so important and that, and that impetus. So I feel that um, when you've got that wind beneath your wings, it's easier to execute. In larger organisations, you do need to spend a lot of time on continuous education, you know, keep up the good fight in relation yeah. to that. And I also focus externally because the pools internally are only so small. So my network mm. is quite broad, primarily because I do network a lot, but I also was one of the founding uh, board members of the International Women's Forum Australia uh, nearly a decade ago. And I've spent mm. 10 years nurturing women and, and uh, that institution in Australia and we connect globally. So we now have seven and a half thousand members worldwide and we've got 120 locally and our mantra is to nurture and lift as we climb. So we're trying to give back and build that pool so that, you know, these issues of we don't have a pipeline are no longer there. But it's still a, t a tough journey for, for females to make it to the to the most senior levels. When I look at your elect stars, <laughs> yes, it's... Yeah. It's a really tough journey for them to get there. Yeah, it is. I really, I have to say though, I really like your dirt trick style. And um, and you said that you've been doing for this for thirty years, so you would have seen how hard it is to be to be nurturing, um, because it was very much a, a survival of the fittest, isn't it, in the past? But you've stuck to that. You're a teacher, continuous learning, and you make the point that uh, having a CEO that is really supportive of your of the vision like he has a vision and he wants you to to roll it out which is something that aligns with your values um yeah, yeah. which which makes the job easier than like then like you said you know, <laughs> compared to i don't know whether i'm allowed to swear in my own podcast but it's like pushing shit uphill <laughs> <laughs> well if you can't do it here where can you do it i know <laughs> so it can be i'm i must say that there were, were other people in the organization already flying the flag so we did have like a women at symbio that we were trying to do things yeah. it just wasn't the connect the dots and the we've really now accelerated through our women at symbio program our symbio all stars the focus, you know, we've now got a, a female chair and a, another two female directors. So we went from an all-male board to 50-50 in about three mm. years. Which is so, amazing because... So that yeah, commitment but, to change. In three years, and and um, and, and as we all know, um, that you are a Lexstar recipient. Um, and when you, when you were awarded that time, it was um, three stars. And um, but I believe now that has changed, and um, you're actually have four stars, and and really really pushing that envelope to create that gender balance um, in boards and C-suites. Yes, exactly. And the the CEO is also very good in in when you do have a role that's available for your internal talent, um, approaching them as well. I think as a founder, you you understand that uh, on the job learning. And what's needed. Mm. So our female CFO, Kate, has been with us 12 years, but this is her first CFO role of a listed company. Oh, right. Okay, wow. Right. So that level of 
you know, sponsorship and, and commitment uh, and having these programs that we have. Um, and she's very much now a role model, really then, you know, you put your money where your mouth is and people go, wow, they are doing that mm. stuff. So so it really goes to your employment brand and it goes to your values and your commitment to these things. But it is, as we have talked about, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You do need <laughs> yes. to stop and get, you know, water along the way and sometimes, yeah. you know, um, you know, things shift. So you've just got to just got to keep at it. But our, our diversity feedback from our staff particularly and our customers and clients is that they find us incredibly diverse now, mm. not just around ethnicity and, and location, but also around gender. Now we've still got a lot of work to do. It's continuous, but we are cracking through that. And everyone in the company has the elect email address that will start on the bottom. So oh, love clients, are se- clients are seeing it, <laughs> um, you know, competitors are seeing it. Yeah. All that stuff. So, so it's very much now a, um, because it's a team effort, Sandra, mm. really. It's it's yeah. everyone doing their thing. Yeah. And and um, I just also want to mention how um, the other Star recipients, they've told me that there is this sense of pride, there is excitement um, when, when the when when they actually receive the Stars and, and showcasing it, um, the, there's that buzz, which I'm really pleased to hear, you know, because obviously doing this is not just a tokenistic <laughs> type of thing, but there is there is that um, a sense of accomplishment. Um, well, and, and, very, and re- yeah, yeah, realizing the vision too. Oh, look, very much. I think um, you know we're all striving for making things better, but when you've got an external tool that can validate, and I think when I spoke to you, and and even though we're a small cap, lots of large caps haven't gotten to where we are so size doesn't matter on this journey Mm. that's the first thing I'll say it's just about it's just about commitment internally and externally and and yes we will we will even mention it in our annual report to our investors people are looking for proof points I think Mm. so the level of excitement is well somebody has rated us externally and look where we've got so it's it's also a reportable thing for listed companies so boards are very much you know looking at that I I obviously support the um, People Rem and Culture Committee internally. We often have, you know, those conversations and we measure, you know, our, our gender pay equity is is down now to three and a half percent. So it's one of the smallest again. Wow. Against because wow. we work on yeah. it. So even the big firm, yeah. yeah. So it's a um, so whilst I'm nurturing, I can be incredibly firm and loud <laughs> on the on the things that we said we'd commit to. So yeah. you've got to continue. You just got to have be the continual cheerleader. Everyone goes, "Oh, come here she is again." But, um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we all sit back and and you know, from a leadership point of view, it's it really builds into you know, even through all the the things that have happened in the tech sector, even recently with what we've need to deal with, our engagement's still at eighty percent across the firm. Mm. Wow! And so, yeah. can you take us through the journey that that three year journey? from being, you know, like you said, and it was an all-male board. From we, we hired our first female board member who's a very experienced, that's Gail Pemberton, exceptionally experienced. She also had a big stint at BNB Paribas. Okay. Uh, so that's that connection there. Um, yeah. But I've admired Gail for a long time because she's been a big supporter of females. She's on many boards. Um, she's also a chair of some boards as well. Mm. Uh, in Australia and she was uh, very much coaching Renee on you know we need to expand you know the skill set of the board to make sure it's diverse 
So mm. we found then a, a female qualified, you know, CPA for our audit and risk committee, and that's, you know, Leanne Haywood, and she's just been phenomenal, in, again, in professionalising it. She's on other boards. So that outside-in thinking is big because the old board, a lot of them weren't on many other boards. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, Anne Ward, who is um, a very robust chair, she takes on lots of new things and and can be on some very in some very challenging situations. She understands tech. Uh, she's the chair of Redbubble as well. You know, she sits on you know Star, and and she, with her legal background and governance background, was able to really move and shift that agenda. But we'll still be able to retain the corporate memory and retain Renee with that journey. So the board would definitely say they've all been on a change journey together Yeah. Uh, in terms of that. And we had one female on the exec team um, three years ago. That's our legal counsel. She was also looking after anything to do with women and it was, it's was it been a lot for her. She's still very passionate. She's still there as a sponsor. I get her advice a lot on elements where's needed um and she championed for uh, you know the women at symbio program uh, and then when i started i was the second one and then kate's the third so that's okay. been the three that's been the three-year journey so kate was uh acting for about a year and has just been uh, in february this year formally promoted so that's the three females oh, on- and yeah and i like how you have the external recruitment but also um, internal re- recruitment so so that is is taking um you know how I should say that um that approach of let's you know ultimately it is about looking for the best candidates which is always a basic argument um for anybody when when I talk about the gender balance um and you have your vision but it's opening up that network and the pool because as a founding business you utilize your network with the investors and you know like you said but when the time was ready, it was, okay, now we can really open up that network and see how we can recruit really good talent and, I guess, contribute to the success of Symbio as well mm. in the last three years, more so. Yeah. We've got some really long-serving execs and then we've got some newer ones. So, it's it, again, it's a blend. Mm. Um, and we've also got a Symbio All-Stars program that the board now uh, feels comfortable that when we do see talent internally and want to, you know, elevate them, there's already been a level of exposure, training, That's um, great. Ex- express commitment. Yeah, so so it's a layering of programs and the CBO All-Stars is, is for, it's by the people, for the people, it's for everyone. It's about being, having the DNA and, and the commitment to to be the next generation of talent in the firm. No, I, I think it's fantastic. Now, I'm going to ask a couple of questions around Renee um, with his co-founder and um um addressing i guess like i mean owning networks taking over like like establishing VoIP 20 years ago is it's definitely amazing it is it is a brave thing and and back then and i'm old enough to know um how it is very much uh market dominated by telstra and optus and vodafone and and um, and nbn wasn't even part of it back then So, so, so I guess with his personality, he's willing to take risk. And and from I just I picked up that um, he listens to the board member um, who is I guess coaching him about um, having more women on board and diversity. Obviously, he didn't push back on that. Do you know? I guess I know you can't um, work out his thinking, but what's it? What has it been like to have that support from your CEO? 
to implement these initiatives? Well, Renee's an incredibly brave individual, but incredibly clever at the same time. So he he wrote the initial software and now he's in a group CEO leadership role as well. Um, and he's very good with clients and, and investors. Um, but I didn't realise until I'd been there a while. He He's already very embracing of, of diversity for, like not for diversity's sake, but it has brought him a richness of talent in a in a in a in a time when we weren't a big company, and mm. it has brought brought him as well as that longevity of, of service with people as well. So that's where we're you at. Know, that's my that's, that's my doorbell. <laughs> that's all right. I've actually got a couple of um, dings that just um, come through, but I guess that's that's the beauty of podcasts nowadays that people <laughs> are pretty forgiving. <laughs> so look, I'm, I'm actually um, I think you know it, it's. Um, it's certainly great to hear so much progress and how the the, the achievement of Symbio um, with um, with the I want to say the whole team, like you said, it's a team effort. Um, but all of your visions are aligned, and that's how it makes it happen. And that you're not trying to, again, sorry for swearing, putting shit up like pushing shit uphill. No. no. Um, so so I guess um, do you have just just a couple more questions before we we wrap it up. Do you have um, targets that you incorporate um, at the beginning or as part of this journey? Well, we always aspire to, you know, the Wajia targets of 40-40-20, that aspirational mm. across yeah. the business. Yeah. Um, we didn't have, say, your elect targets as, as our goals back then, but in terms of particularly when people get one or two females and one leave, you're back to one. It's trying to have a, a depth there yeah. so that if there are some because there's no guarantee that there will always be you know female chair or female ceo right a cfo mm. or ceo but as long yeah. as you've got other females as part of that diverse group then that will continue and and we've also got you know we've got we've got you know tech talent and backgrounds we've got marketing we've got finance so we also look at skill sets um as well in terms of that yeah Oh, no, that's good. That's good. All right. So my final question to you, um, which is the standard question they ask all of the interviewees, um, what is your advice to other CEOs who are struggling to achieve diversity in their company, even though they want to or need to? If you really want to do it, you will be able to get there. You need to trust in somebody in your executive team that will bring you crazy ideas or outcomes because if you've been struggling to do it, what you're doing is not working. Mm. All right. So that's the first thing. Don't give up on what you've got, but don't trust. Don't have the hope strategy that that will deliver what you need, firstly. Uh, secondly, you might need to look at some outside-in talent as well as some inside-out because there are a lot of females that leave organisations because they're either overlooked or they're not nurtured. So true. Okay. And then, uh, you know, have your executives lean into people like your business or the International Women's Forum. There's a whole host of people out there. I, I give advice a lot to, to particularly in finance, um, you know, CEOs or even, you know, uh, divisional heads of HR who have all the money in the world, right, and have mm. all the frameworks and they're continually because, again, it's the internal piece that you've got to do as well as the external. So it is a balance in terms of that. It's not a comfortable conversation. There are those that like 
where they're at and they don't want to do any change. They don't want to have to train people. They don't want to embrace difference. That is the biggest Mm. piece in terms of that. But this isn't going to go away. This isn't going to go away. And the other thing I would say to people is, particularly those that have children, I have two sons and a lot of people have, you know, daughters. What sort of workplace do you want them to be in? Mm. Yeah. That's the last thing. And if you look at those three things and if you're smart enough to land a CEO job, you'll be able to solve this. That is great advice, Kathy. Thank you very much for that. Um, so everyone listen, this has been a fantastic <laughs> Um, interview of Kathy Doyle, who is an elected, or sorry, Symbio is the elect star recipient, but is part of the executive team that has helped um, move from a male dominated board and C suite to where it is now um, a four star elect gold award. So, congratulations. Thank you, Kathy, for being part of this podcast. And I really do appreciate you sharing your insights and your knowledge um, with our listeners here. And, um, and, and sincerely hope that this is, I guess this work, what I'm doing is to try and help other business leaders to be able to achieve gender balance in their C-suites and boards. Thanks, Kathy. Fantastic. Thank you, Sandra. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Today's episode is brought to you by our wonderful sponsors. Firstly, we're sponsored by B2Buy. B2Buy is your trusted business buying platform that simplifies and automates your buying process, helping you buy smarter and faster, giving you greater visibility and value. With 100,000s products in one place, B2Buy is passionate about connecting diverse suppliers with corporate buyers, so you can create a more inclusive business environment and buy better with www.b2buy.online. Our second sponsor is Holman Webb Lawyers, an award-winning and dynamic full-service Australian law firm with offices in Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Adelaide. Not only do Holman Webb offer comprehensive legal services, but they are also a proud recipient of the LX Star, recognizing their commitment to achieving gender equality and leadership. Discover more about their services, initiatives and industry-leading insights at www.holmanweb.com.au. Lastly, Our sponsor The CEO Magazine is an iconic, global media brand that inspires and promotes excellence within the business world. It is a source of information, inspiration and motivation for the world's most successful leaders, executives, investors and entrepreneurs. Go to www.thesiomagazine.com. 